Hello, my name is Chris and this is Culturize, defining pop culture piece by piece. So what is the Iron Throne and who is its rightful ruler? Let me explain. Hello! To find the answer, we first need to talk about Game of Thrones. And there will be spoilers for all seven seasons. Everyone grab your helmets and guard your ears. So what is this massive world? Well, here's what you need to know. Game of Thrones is an HBO American television show created in 2011. The fantasy drama is an adaptation of George R.R. Martin's book series, A Song of Ice and Fire, the first of which was published in 1996. Since then, four more books have been added to the series with two more in the works. Side note, Martin supposedly still writes on an archaic computer using WordStar 4.0, which was created in 1978. Think a hacker with a black screen and white text. It just adds to Martin's sage demeanor with his white beard and fisherman's cap and lack of spelling corrections. The show has been running on and off since 2011 and has so far released 67 episodes with the 8th and final season premiering April 14th, 2019. The hour-long episodes cost an average of $6 million to make and those millions of dollars pulled in 16.5 million viewers for the season 7 finale in 2017, a series record. Okay, so we've got the stats, but what is the Game of Thrones? Great question. The story takes place in the fictional continents of Westeros and Essos, where winters can last entire generations and only the wall protects from the mysteries of the north. But we'll get to that later. In Westeros, a great struggle is taking place in the Middle Ages-esque time period. The continent is made up of seven houses or families, all of which are locked in a civil war to gain control over the other six kingdoms, or houses or families, and rule in the King's Landing, which is the capital city. The four that we're worried about are the Lannisters, the Starks, the Targaryens, and the Baratheons. At the start of the story, the current Lord of the Seven Kingdoms of Westeros, Robert Baratheon, dies, and his alleged son Joffrey takes the throne at the ripe old age of 16. He is from both the houses of Baratheon from his father and Lannister from his mother. Although this is just what everyone thinks, he was actually born out of incest, which is pretty prevalent throughout the series. This sparks a massive conflict known as the War of the Five Kings, everyone trying to gain power. Alliances are formed between houses, some declare their neutrality, and many others call for blood and violence. This is not the first time the kingdoms have been sent into uproar. Before the reign of Robert Baratheon, there was a massive rebellion against the mad Targaryen king Aerys. This conflict was named Robert's Rebellion and resulted in most Targaryens forced into exile, after which Robert was named king. Those Targaryens will be back pretty soon though, don't worry. So conflict is pretty normal for Westeros and continues through the seasons as houses continue to divide, reunite, the war rages on, the boy King Joffrey dies, a bunch of other people die, things keep rolling. So far we've got a bunch of houses fighting over who gets to rule the Seven Kingdoms and that war is not going well. But while this is all happening, there are two more key forces growing in the distance. First of which is the army of Daenerys Targaryen. See, the Targaryens are back. Daenerys has been in exile ever since the overthrowing of her father, the Mad King Aerys. After getting married to the leader of the Dothraki people, a big clan of horse-riding warriors who live in Essos, which is the continent east of Westeros, she begins plotting an invasion to again take back the Seven Kingdoms for the Targaryen family. Daenerys's not-so-secret secret weapons are the three dragons that she raised, which are supposedly the last in the world. She used these dragons to help build her forces, finally invading Westeros from the south with an army of over 100,000 soldiers at the start of season 
seven. The second unknown heavy hitter is the Army of the White Walkers. Okay, so you remember that wall I mentioned earlier? Well, that is the giant wall of ice created with magic that divides the seven kingdoms from the ominous north of Westeros, where legend has it the White Walkers live. But who are the White Walkers? They are the feared race of magic ice creatures thought to be just an old legend by most people in Westeros who can reanimate dead animals and people to do their bidding. Think zombies or in Fury from Harry Potter or my brother in the morning before drinking coffee. At the end of season seven, the White Walkers finally emerge from the north, breaking through the wall. The king of the White Walkers emerges riding the third of Daenerys' dragons, Viserion, that he had killed and raised back to life. If that doesn't terrify you, I don't know what will. Maybe the fact that he was also leading an army of a hundred thousand dead people or Corella Deville. We have yet to see how this epic story will end, but I'm sure you've been wondering, isn't the character I've heard so much about named Jon Snow? Where's Where's he, where's he at? Where's he at? John? What's up with him? Well, Jon Snow is perhaps the most loved character in Game of Thrones. He is the son of a Stark and a Targaryen, although nobody knows it, not even him, as he was raised as a bastard son in the house of Stark. Ooh, scandal. John was part of the Night's Watch, which is a military order sworn to protect the Great Wall and its border. Throughout the war, John continues his daring adventures in the north, traveling and fighting past the wall, discovering more and more about the White Walkers, and is a eventually named King in the North at the end of season six, finally becoming a key player in the game or war as it really should be called of Thrones. Finally, we're getting back to the Thrones, specifically the Iron Throne, the throne in which the King or Queen of the Seven Houses sit, residing in the Red Keep in the city of King's Landing, forged generations ago by the first of the Targaryen kings, made from the swords of those he had conquered. It is one massive black spiky chair, one of the most iconic pieces of the Game of Thrones world. It signifies power and authority and is the very thing that every kingdom, every family, every army is fighting for. The right to rule over Westeros sitting in the Iron Throne. And who is the rightful heir to this very throne? None other than the bastard outcast, Jon Snow. And he doesn't even know it. We'll all learn more in the series' final episodes in April, but a quick recap. We've got the Dragon Queen herself, Daenerys Targaryen, the Night King, who is the Lord of the White Walkers riding his zombie dragon, and Jon Snow, the outcast, rightful heir to the throne. Of course, there's also Cersei Lannister, mother of Joffrey and current queen on the Iron Throne, Tyrion Lannister, brother to Cersei and the right hand of Daenerys, Rob and Arya Stark, the House of Tyrell, and many more. But that is all I have. Maybe it was too much information. Maybe it wasn't enough. All I know for sure is that I need to watch Game of Thrones, and I hope you do too. I am your host, Chris Schwar. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald, and the Game of Thrones theme was composed by Raman Jawadi and is owned by HBO. You can find us at any of your podcasting destinations, rate, review, follow along on Instagram at Culturized Podcast, and send in your most confusing pop culture questions to answer on future episodes. I'll see you next time. Until then, remember, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die.